This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! Evening you lucky people and welcome to series 7 episode 17 of the Scarf Begal War, the podcast for who Russ? For county fans. And who's it by mate? For, by county fans. Oh, oh fucking hell. hell. So close then, so close. Indeed it is for someone by someone. I'm Nick Lee, joined this week by Russ Johnson for your weekly helping of all things county. Hello Russ, how the bloody devil are you? I'm awesome mate, top of the world. Good. Good. Another episode, as yet untitled, like, like my cat. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she just, yeah. She's just called Cat. She, she thinks it's Cat as in Catherine, but it's not. It's Cat as in Cat. <laughs> so that, that was good chat anyway, Ross. I'm, I'm marking that as a, as a seven on your appraisal form. Well, 6.5, let's not go mad. Right, stop, stop talking shit, Ross. We've got a show to crack on with. Two questions for you. What and who have we got lined up tonight? Well, we have um, James Lister on the pod, and we'll come to James in a second. You all right, James? Yeah, not too bad. As good as can be, I think, in the in these times. Good, good. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about Sutton at the weekend, Eastley midweek, and look forward to Hartlepool on Saturday. We'll have a chat about Rooney and where he fits in the team now that we are amazing. Um, and we'll also talk about Turnbull as well, coming back on the under-18s coaching staff uh, and whether he should be in the Hall of Fame or not. Um, but I think we all know the answer to that. But we'll talk about it anyway. So, run titles. And, and we're, we're going to talk about Strawberry Radio as well, weren't we? Because well, they, they've got this commentary. If the Strawberry people are listening and they're thinking, I, th- I thought we should, we should just pitch it early on, mate. I know, well, I know we were going to save this till halfway through, but I can't well, wait. Well, we were, and you shut your load dead early now, haven't you? And, and yeah, okay. Have you been talking to my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if they are, if they are listening on the off chance, and they're thinking of doing like a weekly kind of music and football <laughs> show, like for count, for county fans by county fans, you might say that's that's a good slogan, isn't it? 
they'll, they'll probably want to slide into our DMs, you'd imagine, or if, even if there's just any jobs going. I know I know it's a long shot, but if you don't ask, Rush, you don't get an approach that got me banned from every mainland gym in the UK. Here's Breakfast, breakfast in America by Supertramp. See? Smooth. Carry on. When you said, in case they're listening, then I thought you meant your missus, because you were shutting load early. Oh, she doesn't listen. She's, no, no mine, mine neither. Uh, okay, well, yeah, we'll, we could talk about Strawberry Studios, and yeah, we'll cover Turnbull. So, for the second time, run titles. And when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me, then um, you know, it also <laughs> helps as well. I'm fully on board. I'm a, I'm a brand bitch now. I mean, you know, like, people are trying to out-pop each other. It smelled like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's the type of mad arsery that I can't get behind. I've learnt that Dave wasn't part of the move to, to get us away from Edgley Park. We, we couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that that bird yeah. from the Cheedleham full of bird yeah. shit. In a week where we lost unrepentant boozer, serial shagger and former county footballing genius Frank Worthington, we watched a lot of great county on the telly. Okay, let's start with let's start with um, James, our our esteemed guest. So, a, a, a fan um, of Stockport County, obviously, because we're having fans on. Um, James, tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where? Uh, what do you do? What's your name? <laughs> I feel like I'm on blind date. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm no out of the ordinary. I'm just a just a county fan, really. Um, you know, kind of similar to how you, you've had guests on in the past. That wasn't a county fan by birth. Um, went through that awkward period in the sort of through the childhood years, mainly through the early two thousands. Of you just sort of went along with whichever red or blue team of Manchester because your friends at school were. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the case with me. I had, I've got you know in my friend group, I had United fans and been living in Hazel Grove. Everyone was a City fan, um, and. To this day, I've still got two mate, best mates who are armchair United fans, and I will call them armchair United fans. Yeah. Uh, and one who's a Arsenal fan, bless him. Um, but no, I, 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 my dad's been a season ticket holder for 30, 40 years. He, he, he started going when you had to buy a cushion to put on the benches <laughs> for like a quid or whatever it was. He likes to remind me. Um, <laughs> but no, so I, I, weirdly enough, I didn't. But like as a as a kid, when he used to take me to county, I used to not like it because it was weird and scary because everyone was shouting and everyone was angry. <laughs> and it was weird seeing my dad get so worked up because I'd never seen him so worked up in my life. But... That's weird because it's, it's fucking like that now, isn't it? On yeah, but I don't. I, I love it now. Well, yeah, I love it now. No, I'm part of it. I'm I'm one of the ones shouting. Um, no, but as as time went on, I sort of. Um, I started to understand it and enjoy it. You know, it kind of started when I went to the 08 playoff final. Um, that was, I was probably still only about nine or 10 then and was still quite new to the idea of going to football games. But no, and then as as we slipped down the leagues, my affection started to, it started to grow, unfortunately. And um, yeah, it, 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 it's risen to now where I am a season ticket holder. Um that's interesting, though, isn't it? As as 
as the hard times started to increase, your that your love for it, your love for the club start increased with it. Yeah, I basically love pain is yeah. what it sounds <laughs> yeah, that's, like. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was always aware of them. You know, I have there's pictures of me as a baby in like one of the old strips. You know, there's like uh, the Robinsons ones with the blue and white stripes from the late nineties. Um, I've oh, I've always had a county shirt, but I've ne- not necessarily been what you call a fan. But yeah, I I think my understanding of of the club and and where they were started as things were going wrong. Um, yeah. I do remember, I remember my first ever game was a League Two game. Well, it wasn't even called League Two then, at home to Northampton, and we won 4-0 because I still have the little ticket, um, paper ticket that we bought that day for it. And, you know, so I, I remember parts of it from like 03, 04. I remember things like Anthony Eldin's overhead kick at the Chilean, mm-hmm. that I remember slightly. Um, you know, and and there's names that when you bring them up, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember watching them. Or, um, and I, I was of the I'm of the generation of um, uh, you know, FIFA and Football Manager, Football Manager mainly now. Um, so seeing you know a lot of the names on FIFA when we were in the game uh, and on FM, it, it it does bring it home a little bit. And funnily enough, I'm I'm as attached to County as I ever have been now, and I actually think it's benefited when I play with them in Football Manager because I can pinpoint exactly where to put players and what to do with them because mm. I've watched so much of them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, I mean, we'll, we'll, we're going to get on to Sutton Eastley and Hartlepool in a second, but just one more thing. I mean, it's it's kind of, um, I think you see a lot of that as, you know, the, the hardship of clubs, that's why people sort of grow with them and, and grow towards them. I've always said it's dead easy to support a big club like United. Um, not, so much, yeah. not so much City. I've got a lot of, it's, it's strange, I've, I've got quite a... Um, a lot of sympathy for City fans. I know Nick's like fucking spewing now, but <laughs> uh, but but United fans, it's so easy. And I, I bet it's the same in other countries as well. You know, Munich, Juventus, you know, whatever in other countries. But when you get when you get a club that is struggling and and are perennial strugglers, um, the the fans seem to be more diehard. I think, and yeah. it's, it's it's less um, it's less sort of throwaway. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I mean, my friend, the friends I mentioned who are United and Arsenal fans and whatnot, have I've just noticed nowadays. I know, like when I was a kid and whatnot, you say who are your sports sports talk about counting, and people go, oh, you know, they're terrible or whatever. And what are the jokes and all that? The, you know, the standard run of the veil. And then as as we've started to sort of climb our way back, people have started to notice us, and I've had you know friends of club of the, of the United clubs of London clubs, whatever. You know they grow attached to county. You know they they look out for the results. They'll see how they're playing. They'll 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 notice the the new signings. And it's like I think we're becoming people's second teams again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And we 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 definitely had that during the time that you mentioned earlier through the mid two thousands when we were we were we were quite popular. I think I think um, certainly on soccer AM when it was good back then because it's shite now. Um, I mean, Helen, Helen Chamberlain said it quite a few times that we were people's second team. Um, remember that? Remember those days? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get let's get into the matches, and I'm sure we'll talk to you as the as the pod as the episode goes through. So Sutton um, away on Saturday, um, obviously one all draw. We said last week's pod, didn't we? Um, me and you, Nick. That well, well, I think we agreed it was a um, a must not lose. Yeah. And we did, and we did not lose. We didn't. We did not. We drew. We drew, Ross. We drew. 
Is it, okay, so let's move on to Eastley then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, the the manner of the the manner of the draw then. Um, we, I mean, I did. I, th- I don't think I did a poll before. No, we did a poll before the match, and I think the the draw came out on top. Actually, um, I know we equalised in the ninety fifth. I mean, it, I think we deserved a draw anyway. I don't know if anyone's got any counter argument for that. I think a draw was completely fair. Yeah, um, it was a. It, it weren't the best of games, to be honest, considering it's two sides that were up there. Um, but they're they're decent. I, I think they will go on to win the title. See, I've. I was I wasn't really you you talked me around pretty easily last week when I was saying it was a a, mu, a must win because uh, to be honest I'd given I've given up on the title a long time ago anyway um so it's a matter of getting second second or third for me and in terms of doing that that performance has gone a gone a long way to it I think next we've got a nineties anthem for men people. Just just carrying on my audition, Ross. It's all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You fucking hell. <laughs> I, I warned you this had happened. I know well. you did. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, well, how, how did you, how did you see it, James? And don't say the stream. <laughs> I don't. I I will admit I don't really buy the away games because oh, okay. I bought the very first one. Watched it well, the first game of the season, Talkie away. Watched it, and my dad and I were just spluttering at the comments that were being made by the comments. Yeah, it was awful to watch. And then I've seen the stories of what people have said about how crap the street is. Just it's, and I'm just like, obviously from saving money point point of view as well. But yeah, and I actually bought this one. I thought, you know what, it's a big game. I'm going to buy it. And so I'm quite glad we're bringing it up because I want to actually watch. But no, I I remember you saying last week, Russ, when I listened to it, that, yeah, you said just don't lose. And I I felt that as well. I felt like just as long as we don't lose. Because, you know, they don't come across as a part-time team. They train three times a week and it's not evident at all. Mm. But at the same time, I mean, this might just sound bitter, but like when you play on a 3G pitch, you're going to have benefit. Like you've got... I think you've got a bit of an advantage over the rest of the league because you're playing on a yeah. 3G pitch every week. You can get the ball down. You can play. Not that they got the ball down and played. It was hoof ball. But no, I think, yeah, I think we definitely at least drew, at least deserved a draw. Um, I think as well, we were, I think we were missing maybe one or two. And, you know, we, we came out of that game with a couple of, couple of knocks to Hogan and whatnot. And I think, yeah, it's a, a draw and two wins from this, this trio of tough games um, would be absolutely outstanding when you look at it. Um, but I, I, I still haven't got used to saying, you know, Sutton United are top of the National League. It was only, what, three, four years ago they got done for a man eating a pie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was them, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, because strangely, when that happened, I thought that was the most tin pot thing I'd ever seen. But it was still a division higher than we were in at the time. <laughs> you know, we were still in regional football when that yeah. happened, and they were up in the con- yeah, yeah. It's, it's mad how things change, isn't it? I think the overriding comment that 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 I've seen on Twitter, or the one that I can remember the most, uh, certainly was, it's a good draw if we win the next two. Yeah, and I think you, I know you just mentioned it, James, and and that that has been resonating. And I think I think we're right, and we, obviously we've done that with Eastley, and we'll, we'll come on to Eastley in a second, but. Um, it was just the the manner of the draw against Sutton. I, I, I don't remember any weird subs. Um, 
which he, I mean, Russ Cass does. He has done some of a few of those, and I'm not sure if he's just trying to work out his players still and work out systems. I hope not at this stage. Mm. Um, but then, to, to, you know, the character I think impressed me the most. That you know, one nil down to top of the league and um, on that pitch because you're right, it is completely different on a on a three and four G pitch um, of that type. I think I think if you go into the Premier League, they've got these hybrid things, haven't they? Um, where they're, they're sort of like half technology, half bloody natural, I'm sure. Uh, so it is different on those. And uh, the ca- just the character, you know, to keep on going till the, till the 95th minute. Superb. Yeah, properly rate Jennings as well. James Jennings. I know he was one of the signings that came in with the least fanfare, I think. I think he was seen as more of a squad option. But the last few weeks, he's, he's made that place his own at centre-back. Well, that's it, and maybe maybe we come to that as well as as we speak. Kitchen's on his way back. Is Kitchen directly? Is he a shoo-in And James drop James Jennings drops, or do we do we? Stick well, no. With, I, I, think I think if we stick with three at the back, then Kitchen comes in for Walker Jenny at left wing back, yeah, and Jennings yeah. stays as a left-sided centre back because Jamie Stock clearly isn't going to get a chance to do that. Yeah, I. He's just he's he's JJ. He's just he's unexcited. He's, you know, you don't notice him. He just does he does his job. You don't, and he's just he's not gonna, you know, you know, light any games up really. But he's gonna he's gonna do a really solid job. I mean, last night uh, in the Eastley game, I thought you know there were a couple of moments where he he just was so in control yeah. of that that right winger, especially I think they brought on um. Uh, and a, a quick lad in the last sort of half an hour that the commentary picked up on. He was he was an out and out right winger, and I think yeah, there was a couple of times he was just really solid. And like you say, can effortlessly, effort, effort, effortlessly drop into that centre half um, role and look right at home. Uh, I, I I think yeah, I think Kitchen. If you want to, if it like maybe in the Sutton game, he's someone you bring on for the last half an hour to be more attacking. If you want to push your wing backs further on, the same with Salvin Hales on the other side. Yeah. Um, and you you push him on, but um, it's it's an interesting discussion for sure, and I think it's it's why Russ gets paid the money to make this decision for uh, who 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 plays in that position. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we'll be back after these uh, adverts. Just do me Strawberry Studios bit. Am I getting involved? Mate? I'm getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, oh, you might want to start calling it Strawberry Radio instead of Strawberry Studios. Oh, I've written, just, oh, I've written oh, Strawberry yeah. Studios here. Uh, just a quick tip. Do your research, Yeah, mate. well, it's got to be the yeah. same bloody people, and it surely is it not? Well, yeah, yeah, but if, if you're if you're going to get the gig on Strawberry Radio and say, "Oh, hello, thanks for listening to Strawberry Studios," you're going to look right, Dick. Yeah, you're probably right. I've I've, <laughs> I've, 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 I've raised you up a notch there, and I've relegated myself down to second place yeah. there. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can you can be my lovable sidekick. Right. You can I'll, press the button. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the producer who's always like in the background talking nonsense. You can be my Carl Pilkington. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Okay, so on to Eastley then. Last night. Um. In fact, just before we do, going back to the streams, you you you're right to have missed them out, James, because they have they have been absolutely dog toss. <laughs> I've, I've done the same with away games, to be honest. If if it gets to say where I have to plan something on a Saturday, I try and make sure it's well as 
I don't, I don't feel so bad about missing the away streams because mo- I must have lost about sixty quid this season for streams that haven't worked. Well, yeah, and do you know what? I've I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I just I pay for them because I'm I'm just it's what is it? Scared of missing out? What's that? FOMO. FOMO, that's it. I don't know what these fucking kids. I, but scared, I'm scared of missing out, so I just pay for it anyway, and I have it on and, and, and things. The only one I've missed, the only one I've missed, because I, I didn't know it was an early kickoff at 7 o'clock, was Solly Hull away. Not bad. I know. I, I did the same as well. Look <laughs> that one. So, you know, what? I just thought, for fuck's sake, man. The only one, and I've sat through some shit, and they have been shit. But the the best one for comedy value has got to be um, the one that was celebrating the hundred Maidenhead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it was a shocker. And what was the one the other week where they said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna read out the teams for you," and they just literally held the team sheet up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that was gold. <laughs> that was some proper Phoenix Night stuff. That was. <laughs> it was. But like, but just, I mean, let's, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but the Maidenhead one where they were interviewing the manager, like the manager who's played and won an FA Cup final, right? <laughs> you know, with today's technology and what you can get today for your phone, the camera was like on an angle. So it was like someone had propped it up against a fucking banana <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. it? And then and then there was a TV that looked like it was going to fall on his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they asked him who the best player in the world was, to which he answered Lionel Messi, which has <laughs> yeah. never been heard before. Hot take. And then they had the, the it was a 150 year anniversary, so they had this big, big opening of a plaque. And just as you were going to open the plaque, everybody's stream went down and froze. Yeah. <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. It was just like something out of a fucking comedy sketch. It was so yeah. funny. It's like, it's like they planned it. I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say that, that yeah. that's what they intended to do. Yeah. Well, I think, funnily enough, that was the one that someone managed to find and get a free link for. Because I remember it getting posted yeah. in the Facebook and I actually tuned in for that. And I do remember seeing all the all you've just mentioned. So I mean, it's just, it's obviously a disaster all around. <laughs> How'd you get a free link for football at that level? I, I don't. Some, I wasn't. So it, me. it went funny because they couldn't handle the number of people. Because I'd paid for that one, and then the stream just wouldn't work. So it, I think so many people were having that problem. There was, like, there was like some little backdoor route you could get in and watch it for free. Oh, right, but okay. it, but it wasn't for free because I pay, paid like twelve pound fifty already. So it, it wasn't for free. Yeah. In fact, King's well, Lynn away might be the only one that I do boycott because I'm not paying twelve fifty for it. I think it was, and then they want fiver for the program and two pound fifty feet for them to send it to you. It could be worse. We could Jesus. be allowed in there because they charge twenty two <laughs> twenty two quid for a ticket. Yeah. You said oh that. God, yeah. The season. T- I remember seeing the season ticket prices were extortionate. It was like over five hundred quid, and the chairman was like, "Oh no, we, we need to do this to raise funds for the club." Well, less said about that chairman, the better. He looks like a fucking danger mouse villain. <laughs> oh, it's him, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, he does, yeah. yeah we... Coming up next, the classic from Toto. Like it, like it. Well, I love it when radio stations do that. So coming up after the break, it's a classic from Toto. Well, it's going to be Africa, isn't it? Yeah, it was the only one they did. Well, it's yeah. the only one that was a, a hit, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, You've got yeah. hold the li- hold the lines about her as well. We're showing off showing off some top musical knowledge here. If nice. if anyone from Strawberry's listening, from from, <laughs> from, from, from where us? Uh, Strawberry Radio. Yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, <laughs> on to Eastley, 3-0. Uh, <laughs> on to Eastley, 3-0. Um, so I was surprised, um, not at the players, but at the shape. Pleasantly surprised, I've got to say. Yeah. I've become a big fan of three at the back, purely off the back of us us doing well with it this season. Yeah, it has worked well. Under both managers, it's worked well now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I wasn't disappointed when I saw the graphic, the 4-4-2 graphic. Um, I tend to do agree with you, though, Nick, that it's um, it's a bit rigid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with the five at the back. Um, and all in all, a really good game. I think Eastleigh had pockets of... Um, they had pockets of possession and and um, and going forward, but it was nothing. It was, it, I mean, it was it was barely anything, wasn't it? I mean, even the first half, they didn't even have a sniff, did they? Yeah, they offered pretty much nothing, didn't they? Um, they had, yeah, like I said, a couple of nice passages of play, but there was no point where I thought, oh shit, they're going to score here. And we we looked, you know, when we were on the back foot, we looked less less desperate than we have done in previous games. There was, there was some some points in in the last home game where Hogan was throwing himself into stuff into stuff, and we just, we just it just looked like we, just, we couldn't get control of the ball. But last night we just we saw it out very well. I thought that the, the play in possession, and we actually looked threatening in possession as well. We're not just passing it for the sake of it; we're actually looking to do something with it now. Yeah, what did you think, James? I can't say I noticed we went to five at the back, so that's how much I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I saw the four four two, but I'd sort of when I sort of wrote, wrote down the formation, which I only did for the purpose of this. I don't normally. Um, more than I do. I had it down as sort of a four triple two, where you obviously have the two holding, and then you had sort of newbie and walkie who would sometimes drift in and play more sort of central, but obviously drift out wide, um, and then obviously the top top, but. I agree. I think we're completely in control. Um, you know, easily. I think it was expected the first half would be as you'd expect. They might get a corner and, and, and nab one, and then it's a disaster. But I mean, there was times in the second half I just thought, why is it with County when we're one nil up or two nil up, we just all of a sudden it don't matter who's in charge, we always just sit back. And then yeah. to be fair, uh, John Kieran on the commentary said it was quite well. It wasn't that we were necessarily sitting back. Easily, we're just coming forward, and we just couldn't. Get get the ball, and it looked like for a time we were, you know, slightly sketchy. Sometimes not really getting missing second balls, or not clearing our lines properly, or you know, touches coming out of control. And then you get something from from collar like that, and it's just it's a different game. Then it's like all nerves are gone, and you just think, right, well, there you go. But uh, no, I think needed after after Saturday, as we all said, you know, needed needed a win after after the after the draw. And you know, easily we uh, as as good as they have been. You know, it, they are at the, at the same time part time. And when you've got Abdullah Baggy leading the line, you do start to realise. Well, we might be all right here. Yeah. <laughs> are they part time though? I'm sure John Kieran said they were full time last night. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was assuming just, but no, I think, it, I... it, it might be one of those sort of slightly hybrid system because you just don't imagine. Easily being, but I, I might be wrong. But you know, I don't, yeah. I don't, agree, I don't necessarily agree with the fact. Oh, they have had a long journey. It's going to necessarily have an impact. But um... no, I think, I think, I mean, I mean, the, it sounds like the full time. I, I mean, I don't know without without doing some sort of research. But I thought they were full time, and Sutton 
you said we're part time. Again, I'm not sure if they are or not. I mean, I think Sutton are doing the hybrid thing, similar. So that seems to be catching on since we won the National North with the hybrid system. There's a few teams doing that now. Right. I mean, so Chester brought it in as well after we won the league. Chester started doing something similar as well. So that that aside, whether the, the, the whether the part time hybrid or full time, I mean, this they, they didn't seem. I know. I know you just said they had they had pockets of. Um, uh, pressure, but you, you're going to get that, and you're going to end up defending deep because of it. Overall, um, I thought we were really good value for the three nil. Um, I don't, I, and I, I agree with what JK said as well. I don't think it flattered us. He, he said no. that at the end. Um, it's interesting though. I mean, no Hogan, no Kitching, Southam Hales didn't start. No Rooney, no Rooney, and no Bennett if or Maynard. Put, He's in the Caribbean. Or, or Maynard. So, I don't know. It just goes to show, doesn't it? And we'll come to Rooney later. But um, it just goes to show that, the, I mean, A, the strength in depth. And B, it gives it gives Rusk some problems, some headaches. Yeah, definitely. Especially with a lot of the new signings starting to come into form as well. Mm-hmm. Cardwell, Newby and Collar, to name the first three that jumped to mind. You know, you, you can't realistically leave any of them three out. No. I mean, Collar last night, I mean, for, for the first goal, he sent sent the defender to Mustaf. <laughs> and, and, and then what, what a hit for the second. Like, how can you possibly look at him? I mean, that, that midfield too, for me, of Collar and Crowsdale is what we need to be doing in future. That that, that should be it for now. That, that should be our, our first choice. But it depends what the... Uh, what the consensus is when it comes to players who are on bigger money, like the likes of Maynard and Rooney. Are they just going to waltz straight back in or not? It's a bit of an interesting dilemma. Yeah, I'm not sure that how much they earn dictates whether they start in the in the team or not. Oh, it, sh- it shouldn't, but it, it, has, it has done at, pl- at other clubs in the past. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a well-known issue, so, so we've just got to hope it's not happening here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you about Crowsdale and Collar. I mean, Collar's goal. I mean, yeah, you, his, first, his his assist was was brilliant, and then yeah. his goal as well. I mean, I'm not we've not seen not seen that since Adam Thomas on you know against Halifax, have we? I don't think something yeah. like that. We've not seen that for about five months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but there's been times where we probably said, "I'm not seeing that for years." You know, yeah. Sporting <laughs> County in the 2010s. Um. But yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed last night's match. It was um, it was really good and a good all round display. Yeah, things um, are starting to tick away nicely on the pitch now. I think. Yeah, it's looking good. And Collar, Collar, I've said it before on previous pods. Collar is a player. He he really is, and he's a he, he's sort of the standout for me. Um, what's your um opinion of Madden so far? Yeah, uh, I just I, I I think we should have eased him in rather than him just being straight in the team because he's not played as much football over the last couple of months. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's it's a it's a big fee in it. To, so if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, it's going to be a fucking nightmare to shift him. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's got enough about him that once he's properly up to speed, had a few more training sessions and a few more games, I think he, he will score. He will score goals for us. Yeah, um, I've written down one word from last night on him, and it's versatile. 
Yes. Um, just because he, he's put, he's a really good, like, uh, you know, like a, he's really good in the two, even though he's not, he obviously prefers to play, I think he prefers to play on his own because he's a goal scorer, he's a natural goal scorer, but he's doing, he's doing all of the dirty work really well. He's pretty, you know, his hold up plays really good. Um, and, you know, in a way, he sort of set up Collar's goal in that, all right, he was probably fouled. In fact, he was fouled, but some other strikers may have just let one loose at that point because he's yeah. he's got a yard or two of space and he's got the goal in front of him. He's not scored yet and he wants to get one. And, you know, the game's, you know, it could go either way still. It's 1-0 and you just think, oh, if it was one of the other strikers, he may well have just hit it, but instead he just sort of takes a moment just to see who else is around and lays it off. But, I mean, you can't... It is tricky because it, I think he's he is still trying to work out how best to use him. I think he, it's a good problem to have because Cardwell's playing so well and got a couple of goals. So how do you... You can't have both goal scorers score at the same time. Well, I suppose you could, but it just doesn't happen. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in a football manager comparison here just to sort of bring, to bring into the sort of gravity that Madden is. Um, in my county save at the end of the sort of midpoint of the first season, uh, or wherever we were, um, I looked at League One because... In the late, well, before I decided to save, and he hadn't moved to county yet. Um, and his stats on that game are unbelievable for, for where we are. But he was he was the leading goal scorer in League One with 20 odd goals. And that just you know, the fact that he's with us is 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 a bit bonkers, really. When you when you think to that, I know it's only a video game, but yeah, <laughs> he's still mad. This is the type of information we're here for, though. And, and any football manager, oh, we should have like a regular football manager segment, Russ. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, don't mind that. You know, you know Cause, me because <laughs> we always just we always just spaff it out in the group chat instead, and then no one gets to hear it, and that, that's that's no fun for anyone. <laughs> but you, you say it's only a video game, but I know they do use some managers use it, don't they? I think so yeah, some yeah. clubs use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the clubs the research because the research is extensive on the game, isn't it? So it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, the, from that side of things, the analyst, the analytic side of things. Now, not necessarily the gameplay side of things because that still requires a bit of work. But from the analytic side of things, you can read so much into it as a player. I mean, when you just look at someone like Paddy Madden, I'm you know, as someone who's played a fair bit over the last couple of years. Uh, I, I sort start to get a decent idea of what sort of players are like at our level. So you know, you you look at Reed and you look at Bennett. Bennett's actually quite a, a decent striker on there. Not say he's not, but his stats are really really good. And and then you look at Paddy Madden and he's you know fifteen finishing, which is what you'd look for if you were trying to get a, a championship striker. Yeah, you know, he was wanted by Cardiff in the game. God's sake! I mean, it's just, yeah. and he's worth. He's probably close to what it is today. His wage is probably worth to, close to what it is today. Um, but yeah, it, and, and and how you play him in that game, you know, slightly different. Like I say, the game plays differently, so he probably bangs in goals for fun. But yeah, it's not quite the same. I think in, I think in the real I, think, world. I think that's the, that's the health warning into it, and that's the caveat with with the game is. I think if you load it up and you look at the, the stats as, as they were at that point, I think you get a good idea of what people are, what players are earning, that kind of thing. As soon as you start progressing in the game, then then it, it it's not reality then. 
Tell that to yeah. my Barrytown team that just won at Real Madrid in the Champions League, mate. You, you go and tell that to them, lads, because they're fucking buzzing in that dressing room, all right? Are you, you going to go in and tell them it's not real life? They've well, got to go back to work tomorrow. They're semi-professional football club, Ross. To be fair, you, you do play the year six version, don't you? So, well, yeah, or touch, yeah. or mobile. A touch, yeah. Or I had to do that once for something, and it was... It wasn't the best. Yeah, it, it's one of them. It's, it's, it reminds me of like Champ Man back in the late nineties, where you could once you've got a tactic that works, <laughs> you, you just you just plug that in and you're done. You can just go and potter about doing other stuff and find <laughs> that you've you've won the treble. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that yeah it's that type of thing now. Yeah, but you know, don't take that away from this, we still shouldn't be beating Real Madrid, should we, Russ? No, and that's probably exactly no. what I'm talking about to be fair once you start yeah. playing it's um it, it's beyond reality but let's come back to reality <laughs> for a second um um somebody somebody said on facebook uh, because they'd seen you know have you seen these stats that come out from the fifth division yes yeah. big fan big um, fan i i really like them um and so, and somebody somebody said um on facebook you know, surely nobody's getting. Where are they? Where are these getting these stats from? Surely nobody does this for Division Five. And you know, how wrong can somebody be? The, these stats are available probably as far down as Northwest Counties. Yeah, um, wow. and they're getting them from Y Scout, probably, and the other one, which is Soccer Five or something. I can't. I forget the name of the other one, but Y Scout's the main one. So all these analytics are plugged into there, and these lads, because I've spoke to them off the Fifth Division, they've got access to it. They must pay. They must pay for a license, and that's where they're getting all the stats from. So entries into the box, you know, positive touches, corners, all this stuff. That's that's where they're getting it from. So if you do see the fifth division stats, that is real and that is live. As as we move on, so uh, I've spent a lot of time reading up on XG. You might be pleased to know us. Yeah, I've, I've, I've listened to a couple of podcasts that talked about it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe in a few weeks I'll prepare a presentation for you about XG, and maybe I'll teach you a thing or two. Okay. Are you going to do it on PowerPoint? No, nah, I was just going to hold up some... We're going to do it on Zoom and just hold up some pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Technology's good, mate, but you can't beat a good old pen and paper. Yeah. Well... Just, just, just back to XG. XG's. I think. I think XG is a really good. It's a really good statistic. But it has to spoiler be... alert. So do I now. Ooh, yeah. ooh. But it needs to be used in conjunction with every other, every other stat. The all the yes. other stats to build a picture up. You can't. Yeah, just... it, mean, it means nothing in isolation. Exactly. Which, which yeah. very rarely stats do. The only stat that means nothing, that means something in isolation, is the amount of goals you've scored. To how many you've conceded. Really, isn't yes. it? That's the only stat that means something in isolation. Everything else is a picture on, um, not picture on picture. Sounds like I'm doing something in a porno there. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, does it? Yeah. It's like, it's like um, yeah, because I was thinking like girl on girl. I don't know why I just said that in my head. But... Well, I often am. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it's, it pops into my head. These these stats and these these analytics have got to be built up into building blocks to to come out with. And I think I think that's what Simon Wilson was getting at. You know, when, on his interview, you you know when he's saying it's a mixture of stats and and actual real life manager talking to players and getting results and getting performances. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to get side sidetracked by stats and forget that the human element of stuff. Yeah. When you, yeah. you you can't have any 
in isolation. You need you need both in today's in today's game. So yeah, sorry, we we, we do this a lot, James, as you know, because we you listen. We we just go into like fucking. No, it's it's good. No, it's good. It's I mean on the XG thing, I'm mixed. I I'm sort of indifferent to it. Like, I'll use it, but I would like you say you don't use it in isolation. I think it's become a thing for lazy Premier League fans to read into interpretation of how the team's playing. <laughs> like I've got my mates are always like, well, we've had more XG, and we sometimes play a like an online FM save together, and it's like, look at my XG, and you think, right, if if you're shipping four in at the other end, don't matter how many you score, if you're expected to score, yeah, you know, it, like you say, it cannot be used in isolation. I think. That is why, you know, we've, County themselves have invested so much in it because uh, it is to paint a picture. But, and Russ gets that information from, you know, the data analysts or whoever's doing it, the scouts or whatever. And and you, you give it to them, but you don't say, you don't give any sort of justification for it. You just say, right, there are the facts. It, how you interpret that is of your own accord. You know, you've, you've, you you take it into consideration, but you still take into consideration, right, well, you know, what was their mindset at the time? You know, were they, were they injured or were they yeah. struggling or what was the opposition like, etc. So it is, it is that building that picture. I've, I've, I've done opposition analysis in the past um, and I've, I've, I've done a couple of courses on it and, and, and things and, and put it into practice. And it, you, there's nothing you can have in isolation. You've got to have what the weather was like. Um, what the team was set up. How how does that? If you if you're looking at a particular player, what what do they look like? What's the body language during warm up? Are they up for it? Are they not? Are they playing against someone? You know what what are the external factors? Are they, are they playing against somebody that is better than them? Are they playing against somebody where they've got to defend more and all this type of stuff? You know what are they like playing out from the back? What's the what's what are they like in the middle third? All these things come to it, and the xG at the end is is the xG in itself is a number of factors, isn't it? Um, obviously, Nick will know this because he's read up on it. <laughs> well, look, look, look at us, eh? Just three blokes having a good old chinwag about stats. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10 on your appraisal form, Miss Park oh, Russ, because it was, a, it was a meaningful conversation. We both gave our viewpoints and no one got called a nerd or a virgin. <laughs> so, for, for me, that's a winner. <laughs> but, yeah, so... it. it... Yeah, it all come it all comes to that. So um anyway, Eastley three nil. Back to Eastley. Um fucking hell. Was, was it three nil? Was it three nil? Was it two nil? What? Was it three nil? It was three nil. Did you forget yeah, was, rescore? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that's right, it was three nil. Yeah. 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 It's just that for most when I was making notes during the match for most of it, everything has two nil written next to it. And then yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'd not I'd not gotten to it. Okay, um are we gonna talk about Harry Cardwell, the handsome bastard? Yeah, let's. Yeah, it, 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 he, he is up there, isn't he? As one of the most handsome players. Oh ever god, yeah. Well, P- Pete suggested Mark Ross as well. Yeah, well, we interviewed really? we, we interviewed Mark Ross, didn't we? Oh, what a fine figure of a man he oh, was! Oh yeah, he was great. He was lush. He he was smouldering, <laughs> wasn't he? He was smouldering. Yeah, he he doesn't skip leg day or any day. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, he was a fit lad. Um. But yeah, Harry Card- Harry Cardwell. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the hair. Gotta say, I, I think you can let him off though. You can let him off like the like the rest of us are sporting poor hairdos at the minute just because of the lack of barbers being open. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I, mean, I will say on a pit on player appearances, Collar and Crowsdale, I do struggle to differentiate. They yeah, wear the I'm... same boots and they look the same. 
And Minahan and Madden is yeah. going to keep becoming an issue. If Madden's going to insist on dropping deep onto the right-hand side, yeah. Yeah. Then we're going to have to do something about that because I can't hack it. Just in fact, no, just back to Madden as well. I know we're bloody always skitting about here, aren't we? But there were some lovely touches when he came deep um, to pick up the ball. And uh, had he not been on the pitch, that would have probably just bounced to, to one of theirs or bounced through. Um, he did. I noticed that he did that a couple of times. So versatile, I think, was the word you said before, James. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There was a couple. There's been a couple of times now in a few games where he's been in in, in our own box and clearing it, and you think, "What the hell's he doing there?" But then, like, yeah, he's he's playing as like a a number nine. He's playing like a a strikerless. He's playing on the wing. He's 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 all over the shop. Yeah, yeah in a good way. He's decent. Um, okay, so yeah, so it was three 0 Nick, not two. We scored late on. Um, Collar got man of the match. I think that was that was deserved. And then we move on to Hartlepool on Saturday, unless we've missed anything from last night. Uh, no, no, I think we've covered last night. Very good, very very pleasing. It was. It was pleasing to build on Saturday. I think it's a, it's a good job I'm not the manager and said that in the interview because people would have a good old moan about that. Yes. Yeah, the people aren't happy with the post-match comments, are they? Which I think he's got better with each one. Right, it's, it's, it's like he's, he's starting to know the players now and know know what the club and the fans are about. And yeah, I think he's growing. I mean, it, he wouldn't have had a lot of experience of having to do all this type of stuff with because when no. when do you see an under twenty three manager interviewed on Sky yeah. Sports News? You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's- yeah, I think I think we've just been spoiled by what Jim's interviews were like as well, with the amount of insight we get from him. But what I've heard from Rusk, it's pretty standard football manager stuff that na- that you get from ninety nine percent of managers, even yeah. ones at the top level. So yeah, it's it's not a major issue for me really. Yeah, I didn't see last night. It's actually I need to watch that, but I, I could tell he's 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 almost for me he reflects what's just happened on the pitch so i think he feels what happens on the pitch so when we've lost i could you could tell he was frustrated and it mm. came out in his post match interview and yeah he does say a lot of the same things he's you know the he starts he starts sentences with look and listen and it is what it is and all that kind of thing and i just think well that's exactly what i say when i'm doing my press conferences on the toilet when I'm doing my football manager press conference, that's the type of stuff I say. So I'm, I'm not going to judge him too harshly for that. No, I don't think I don't think we should. And and when we drew against Sutton, you could tell again it was a determined kind of thing because you, we just we just got a point, you know, late on. Um, and I and I'm, I'm I'm expecting last night. So like I say, I've not seen it, but I'm expecting last night for him to be quite happy and smiley, which is yeah. just which is natural in it. So I don't really see what the issue is around. He, he has got a lovely little smile as well. He looks very happy when he when he, when he does smile. I just think, yeah, you're all right, you mate. <laughs> Do you like his smile, James? Uh, to be fair, I think I actually noticed yes last night because I did watch uh, yesterday's. There was a, a a bit more of a a satisfied feel in in mm. you know his words were the same, but you know there was a smile to him, and you know there's been a, a couple of times, especially with the man that he cracked a joke, and like you said, yeah, he's. As you say, under twenty threes manager don't get interviewed by anyone unless something's happened or you mm. know. So he's he's obviously not going to be have any experience of it. He's going to come out with the cliches because this is this is football, and yeah. <laughs> he's not going to be he's not going to be like Jim where he's just trying to give him the give everyone our tactical book 
and say, well, I want to do this, but they did this or whatever. So he's yeah. gonna he's gonna try and hold that. I mean, you're gonna get cliches. I mean, like you say, I think we were we were lucky with Jim to to get what we did. But no, yeah, I think I agree. He's 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 learning how what to what to say, what not to say, and how to say. It, I think more importantly, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a continental lager with Simon Rusk. Very much so. Pilsner, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely European. Like, I th- I think he's yeah well versed in the the benefits of European lagers and pilsners. Definitely, I agree. Are you all right, Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm just uh, just listening. Um, so let's <laughs> mo- let's move on to Hartlepool then on Saturday. So I, I mean, I think the game against Sutton was. I don't I don't want to call it a big game because it was Sutton, but I think this is. This is a big game on Saturday. Imagine this with fans allowed in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd be rocking, wouldn't it? Um, just a bit on Hartlepool. They are obviously they're second. They're six points in front of us. We've got a game, two games in hand on them. So um, somebody said, I saw somebody say that this is a six pointer. Um, they obviously don't know what a six pointer is. So. Um, <laughs> leave that there. So that's... <laughs> oh, meow. Yeah, well, it's just it's like well, yeah. right. We're six points behind, right? And we've got two games in hand, right? So at what point is that a six pointer? Maybe so, when we played the two games in hand, and we yeah, were actually but, on the same points. Maybe well, a, a, six, a six pointer is when you three get when you're three points behind, and you're playing a team who's obviously three points in front of you, and if you lose, you go six points behind them. I think if if people if people stopped using words when they didn't understand what they meant, then that would be absolutely intransigent. <laughs> right, back to the back to the stats then, because I'm a stat because I'm a stat man. Um, man, John. Yeah, Hartlepool's away form is is um, is actually just behind us. So they've played 15, took 23 points from their away form. It's actually their home form that's getting them the points. Um, so it, it's going to be a close match. It's obviously we we kind of know that because of where we are. But at home, we've only conceded once in the last six, I think. Are there any stats for how much of a smug twat Dave Challoner is? Is, is? is that in there? Have the Fifth Division got any figures on that? Um, I don't think... They, did they do smugness? I'm not sure about smugness. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are behind us in the form table. Um, so, But they've only conceded three goals in the last five games, as have we, to be fair. And we've scored more. So I think based on all that, and I think I'm not sure Kitchen's back, but even if you played the same team, I don't think Rooney should come straight back in, although I probably think he will do. Um I think we'll I think we'll narrow we'll we'll just narrow it. Just edge it, I mean, not narrow it. We'll just edge it. One nil. One I I think yeah. One nil or two one, I'm going. So you think we'll concede? Interesting. Well well no, I I think we might concede. Unless we don't. <laughs> <laughs> James, can you talk, have you got any sense? Have you got any sense? Words, <laughs> words are my tools. <laughs> I, uh, I don't really. Know. It's like you say. It's one of those. It'd be one of those where if if we were going, you know, 
you just on on your way to the ground, you just and when you get in, you just start to feel really anxious. And it just <laughs> yeah. starts to, re- and then they start coming out. And you're thinking, this is gonna, this we can't, this is this is big. This yeah. uh, there's a few games like that. Reading like you know, I I think back to uh, Chesterfield at home last season. I think it was a bank holiday Monday, even though it was in August. I just thought, yeah, this is a big game. This and it'd be yeah, it's. And I think Hartlepool are ten unbeaten though. Uh, if I'm wrong. Uh, I think that's what they tweeted out when they won, which you do. Yeah, See? Yeah. Smug. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but fans under them, I'm pretty sure, because they've, they've won a lot of them 1-0. Um, and I think fans were getting a little bit tense as to, you know, can we stop having these sort of nervy endings such thing? But So that's maybe something to read into. But yeah, it's just important to keep up the pace at this point now. Yeah, just to keep on winning. Yeah, you're right. They have won. They haven't lost in the last ten. They haven't, and you're right. They haven't scored many. Um, do you think there's going to be an element of revenge for the four nil? I'd hope so. Um, I think, especially Rooney. I think he's probably got a point to prove um, if he plays or what, if he comes off the bench or whatever. But um, I think it'll be it'll be one of those you know sort of semi large opposition we play you know it's quite um it might not be as free-flowing as it was against easily and you know there's a few chances and a few nervy moments you get to half time it's still nil nil and then who knows what happens um but yeah i i, don't, I try not to think too much about it because i'll get too anxious <laughs> so i'll just sort of like i'll leave it i won't think about it until saturday and then i'll sort of get worried about it yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely one of them that if we're allowed in, you'd be you'd be at the armory at eleven o'clock just so you can watch all all the lads with banning orders from the northeast clubs all getting rounded up by the police. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always the best thing about playing Hartlepool. They they all come sauntering out the station, and then about ten minutes later they're in the back of a van. It's brilliant. <laughs> the monkey hangers, is there apparently? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I had to when someone <laughs> said that on Twitter, I had to read that twice and think, hang on, is that? Can you say that? And I had to sort of think and be like, okay, yeah, I remember why they called that. But I, it's 2021, I would have thought they might have left that behind. <laughs> well, it's 2021, we should just leave the town of Hartlepool behind if you have to. Oh, yeah, true. I'd agree with that. Push it into the sea. They, um, you're right, you're right, just going back to what you said earlier before, though, James, it would be one of those matches where you are, you're going, you, you, you could probably feel the atmosphere as you're walking up to the ground. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, because this is the highest we've been since 2011, isn't it? Yes. Uh, and even in 2011, we were shit and on sort of on our way down. So it's the highest we've been for a long, long time. And when you play a big game and you're on the up, and it's the highest you're in your highest league position, that all adds to it. And if it's Hartlepool as well who are coming to town, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it'd just be great, wouldn't it? Um, I miss it so much. Do miss it. Yeah. Um, and there'd probably a bit of needle as well. So, like you say, you'd have the you'd have the lads, um, the fans coming off the off the train and things, and um, a bit. There would be a, as as Matt Blake once eloquently put it, there'd be a bit of needle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, it would be really good. So yeah, I think I don't know. Probably, hopefully, a narrow win, but it's going to be a great game. Um, so yeah, I might even start drinking early for that one myself. Well, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, let's move on to John Rooney then, because we wanted to talk about this. Um, John Rooney, obviously out of the team with an injury. Um, I think we slightly mentioned it before. Is he a shoo-in 
straight back into the team on Saturday if he's fit? Um, or is it is it a case of if it's not broke, don't fix it? Yes, yeah, so the second one for me. Because I, I don't... I don't think even even if they like rejig the team or change system to fit him in, which by no means I think I don't think we should be doing that at all. Uh, even then, there's just not one player in the side from last night who you'd think, oh yeah, yeah, we should drop them to get Rooney in. Not 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 one for me. Yeah, I, I was struggling to see how he fitted in. Um, my only thinking was maybe as a as, a, as a, a middle three, and you play one up top. But again, I think that's just inviting pressure and, and, and slightly too cautious at home, despite it being Hartlepool. And I suppose, you know, it, what was it, a hamstring injury? It doesn't mm. take much to trigger that again. Mm. And he might be not 100%, but again, on, on the playing sort of devil's advocate, you look at the other side of it, you want your big players in your big games. And, you know, this is a big game. You could, is, is there anyone out of that 11 you could maybe think didn't quite perform on Tuesday that you might... Think well, you could sneak him in for that, maybe Tom Walker. But again, yeah, he's, he's the only one for me. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd I'd happily drop Walker to get Kitchen back in if he if he was hypothetically fit for weekend Kitchen. I'd I'd drop Walker for him straight away. Yeah, but if say say Kitchen doesn't make Saturday and and you, you swap Tom Walker out for Rooney, then you ch- you'd have to change your shape because didn't didn't yeah. Walker play as yeah. as the left wing back? So he did. That's it. Yeah, that, that's a position where we don't have. If if Jennings is going to be playing at centre half in a back three, then he, he's our our cover at, at left wing back when Kitchen's not playing. Yeah. So so it is that is an area where we like. I know in sure meant to be a left sided player who we on, we only saw a bit of last yeah. night. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. if he can play at wing back or not, but yeah. But Rooney Rooney. I mean, obviously his goals. And his, you know, his reputation says everything. But he is a game changer. So if if you like, you say it's a big game. If you're going to come up against these big teams, he really. I mean, and we've only because we've not seen it from anybody else yet. He is the one that could could make could could be the difference between nil nil and one nil. Yeah, couldn't he? Because he will he will just do something that is um, extraordinary. Yeah, I, you know, it could be one of those, you know, free kick in the last minute, twenty five yards out, and you just, you know, it's it's yeah. a bit like when Fylde would come and bring Danny Rowe, and you know, you've got a free kick on the edge of the yeah. box. You yeah. just think this is going to go in this, and and you know, the the, the three fans and dogs get up <laughs> in arms because it's no, yeah, I think, I, I from a from a manager's perspective, I suppose you look at. You go off who trains the best this week? Is he is he signs is he showing signs of fully fit? You know, is, does anyone drop out through injury or all that? So that's giving sort of the diplomatic answer. Yeah, I think he's got a big headache, as we said earlier, um, to, to 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 bring these players back in. Um, but yeah, even not even not even a free kick. I mean, he'll he'll just try something, won't he? Rooney, he'll he'll he'll. He'll do something. I mean, he's a, he's. A, I wouldn't say is volatile the right word in in this context because at both ends. I mean, uh, and I don't mean defensively and attacking. I mean attacking and from a. Um, I wouldn't say he's that volatile. They call him playing midfield. No, I mean, I mean, is he because he he can he can do something out of the ordinary, you know, extraordinary. In an, in, an, in an attacking sense, mm. but also we've seen it from a disciplinary sense as well, haven't we? Albeit it was only once, I think. But um, he, 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 he has got it in him to get himself sent off. And but if it's Hartley Paul, 
who yeah. he's already done it against. You know, if yeah. they know he's playing, it yeah, could be they, right, they, lads. We'll do, do the same again. Yeah, they were trying to wind him up. Well, you, you say he's got a red card in him. Uh, something we didn't mention about last night's game, but Paddy Madden has got a card in I him. I think as he has. Saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you, you do need that bite. It need, but it, it can't be re- it can't be reckless. And to be honest, that, that Paddy Madden tackle, yes, it was a bit forceful, but. I mean, no, their, pl- their player was being a dick. Yeah, he was waiting for it. So, yeah, which is different to asking for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Victim Blaming Podcast <laughs> with Russ Johnson. Um, but he was, yeah, he was waiting for it, wasn't he? So, yeah, he has got, he has got that in him. But I, I kind of like that. You've got to have a, you need bit, a, bit, of you need a bit of edge, don't you? You do. But it's got to be within a game plan and within some sort of guardrails talking work shite now but you know like and i'm sure i'm sure um you know rusky saying that look he's not gonna say, he's not gonna go out and say yeah go on just actively go out and, and nobble somebody that's, that's fine as long as you know as long as you don't get caught they're gonna say aren't they you know you need to be forceful but don't do it over the top nobody i don't think anybody ever goes out to hurt anybody else yeah, it's about finding the right balance, but you do need a bit of edge, which is uh, why you told us all those racist jokes before we went on air. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the one talking about monkey hangers, so fuck off. <laughs> I, I was quiet during that. <laughs> um, yeah, so so yeah, I mean, what do you think about that? So yeah, he does do the extraordinary going forward. He, has, he is capable on a disciplinary level. Um, again, yes or no, James, does he go straight back in? No, I think you bring leave him on the bench. If someone's having an absolute stinker, bring you know Tom Walker doesn't decide to turn up because he does seem like he's guilty of just not turning up some days. Mm-hmm. Bring him out, rejig Rooney in, you know four three three or whatever. Yeah, half time. Nick, what he said? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting actually because you WhatsApp on the WhatsApp last night. You said didn't you? Tom Walker can come out of the team for you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I've, I've, not, I've not rated him this time round so yeah, but he, far. But he was great last time, wasn't he? But he, he? I mean, he's coming at a difficult time. It's a, a transitional time for you know, the team and everything. So he's coming at that point. But you, you think we've seen enough from him previously that you think he'd be up to up to the job? Yeah, yeah. Although it's a different system, isn't it? Different manager. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a shame. Sometimes it just doesn't happen, though, doesn't it? You know, Dolby. Didn't look anything Britain. Same. Um, who else have we had that, that's not looked great and they've sort of just gone back and disappeared? Glenn Rule. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think there's an argument for Danny Lloyd the second time round. I know everyone loved him and he's like a almost a, a fan favorite. But you know when he came back last season, he just you know after he got his big money move, came back. He was just a bit. It was all sort of it's me or no one. Right. Yeah, it would, it would have been interesting to see see how he'd have got on if the season had continued. Because I think if as he got more games, I think he might have improved. Because he'd not played as much football over the year, the year before. But yeah, it was it was a bit of a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, mm. he's, he's doing all right at Tranmere though again. 
Yeah, I think he is, isn't he? Yeah, and he's definitely a football league player, so, you know, all the yeah. best to him. Uh, and a friend of the podcast. And a friend of the podcast, yes. Yeah, so think about that next time you're slagging him off. To be fair, I've not really... Well, I've slagged off, like, two or three players now, so at me if you're really that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you on if needs be, and I'll dish out a load of football manager stats at you about how shit you are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, good stuff, good stuff. Okay, and finally, we'll, um, other big news of of, of the week um, is that Turnbull's back. Yay! Which which does probably answer why he's you know he's not been answering our text to come on. Um, but there you go, that's fine. It's okay, it's okay, Paul. Don't we're, not, we're not bitter. Not bitter. Ne- um, next week, next week, Russ is going to record his own version of Stand by Eminem. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, Turnbull's back in an under 18s coaching capacity, um, and yeah, I mean that's that's good in it. And so it's so now we've got Damian Allen, Michael Rains, Paul Turnbull, all in the youth setup. Three players that came through the youth ranks are yeah. now responsible for players coming through the youth ranks. I think that's you know people people threw about the culture word a few weeks ago. That's that's about as much culture as you need, is it not? What culture? What was that all about? The culture? I must have missed that. He must have, yeah, he must have. Yeah, he pro- probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think about that? What's um? What do you? Think well, about? I said it on the Facebooks. I said it on the Twitters, and I said it on the yellow boards. Get him in the Hall of Fame. There you go. I've said it in four places now. Something's got to get done now. Yeah, I don't know how you get players in the Hall of Fame. Not really sure how you do that. I mean, it's not like it's not like the Goblet of Fire or anything like that. It's not like some Harry Potter shit or some Game of Thrones magical stuff. I think you just say, "Oh, you're in the Hall of Fame now," and then put them on the list on the website. Is there not some sort of process to go through though? To you know, like sit like, like a council, sit round and I don't know. Does he have, does he have to come in and do fifty keepy uppies? And he's like, oh, <laughs> you're in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I genuinely don't know how. If anybody knows how you get into the Hall of Fame, not not because we want to get into it ourselves. Well, don't, don't don't do yourself down, Ross. I think you'd be a great candidate. It's for the yeah. It's for Turnbull, obviously. Um, yeah. How, how does he get in? He's, de- he's definitely. He definitely should be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he liked my tweet as well. Paul Turnbull did when I mentioned it, so he, he definitely wants to be in there. Steve I'd say he's getting a bit desperate if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck him. No, no, he can wait. What do you think, James? I think, well, I'm sort of thinking of where else is a Hall of Fame. The only one I can think of is the NFL. And I think they just, <laughs> the league just chooses and you, you, they come around to your house with a camera and they give you some sort of uh, blazer. Um, maybe that, maybe that's, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's something you could add to Steve Bellis's job description or the, Whoever works in the, the sort of the club club oh, shop or God. something, I don't know. Well, there you go, Paul Turnbull. Don't go shopping for a blazer because Steve Bellish is going to be around with one any day now. A, a, a blazer patch and tie set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he only comes out for like club dinners and charity dues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd discuss that a bit more to be honest, but I think we're, we're all in agreement that he should be in it. So get you know get him in it. Um, I bet, from your perspective, James. I mean, Turnbull's been around since 
since you were supporting County, has he not? <laughs> yeah, since since I had my epiphany. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I well, I remember him in a way, you know, as a as a as a whippersnapper. I think what was he yeah. like seventeen, eighteen back then? He yeah. was. He yeah, was. Yeah, I, yeah. No, you weren't. You were ten. No, I was. I was about nine or ten. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, he's, that, I think he's the. Does he not hold the record for being our youngest ever player, professional yes, player to make an does. appearance? Yeah, I think he might have been beaten. Now I'm not sure. Has he? Did some? Did someone beat it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe when people are getting back to us about the Hall of Fame, they can get back to us on this as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because because they're definitely going to be in touch about the whole Hall of Fame idea, aren't they? Oh okay. yeah, yeah. We're going to get inundated on that. Fucking inundated. <laughs> 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 and if, if you do want to get in contact with us, we're at County Podcast on Twitter, or you can email us county uh, contact at scarfbagaraward.co.uk. Um, yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Just to go back to Turnbull. Yeah, I remember him in the '08, and I was quite happy with him when he first when he came back that second time. Um, I know some people were like, oh, fucking hell, here we go again. And then as it sort of went on, you st- it wasn't a. There was a sort of a, a collective sigh when he, whenever he was chosen, and then, especially when you'd watch and this is you know, in the in the North days, and it was it was sideways Turnbull, and there was just always collective groans of oh fuck, you know, you, you turn forward, you know, you you daft so and so and whatnot. But no, no I think where, I, where do you sit, James, in the, um, the main, in the mount stand? No, in the uh, Chiland. So oh, I'm yeah. at the top of the lower tier, uh, just behind the the banner, the sort of scarf. My father wore Barrett. Right. Uh, well, when we're taking votes for the Hall of Fame thing, we won't go and ask them two people. And <laughs> we won't ask them for that. They can, they can my dad. Because <laughs> me, me, me dad might, might disagree. Because when, when he found out about the under-18s thing, there was a sort of little oh, fuck you know. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, he came back. I, I was really pleased when he came back. Yeah. You know, he, he was a player. I think, I don't, I'm not sure if he was playing for Macclesfield at the time or he just left or something like that. But he was certainly playing in the National, wasn't he? National League, I think. Or am yeah. I wrong? Um, yeah, yeah, he was, he was national, national League. Yeah, he, he was at ba- either Barrow or Mac. It was. Yeah. So he was playing for me. He was he was a player playing in a higher division that was coming to us, down to us, captain material, better than better than the the, the, the division. Although I'm not quite sure he was better than the division after we'd gone up. If that makes sense, mm, yeah. but at the time, you know, captain material better, better for the, you know, good, good for the division, and knew the club. So yeah. I thought that was a great signing. I can't. Yeah, say I, I, I did. I thought you know he, he bleeds county. Um, you know, he's, he's local. I think he's local lad. Um, yeah, handball, like, I think he is. Yeah, and yeah. Like, you know, like you say, you know, coming from the division, maybe he he thought, well, I'm started coming to the end end of my career slightly, you know, maybe get two, three years here and then, you know, maybe get a coaching badge officer, which he's done. And mm. no, I think it's, I, I, I've got, I've got this sort of nice image of all things don't work out with Rusk and we're in 2032 and Turnbull's leading us out in the, your way for Europa, Europa three times. FK <laughs> <laughs> Farmer in our 25,000 seat stadium. It's funny. It's funny you should say that because a few podcasts ago, I mean, eons ago now, but we did say um, we did talk about him being part of the coaching staff and working his way up. And I think if you're going to build from within, it's 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 Turnbull, it's Reigns, it's Damian Allen. Where I hope, I hope to God, they have some sort of mentoring program within the coaching staff as well as the players. You know, because 
how much could Turnbull and the other the other lads learn from maybe not so much Rusk, but from someone like Mark McGee? You know, men, mm. Mark McGee be the mentor, and I know you, people will probably say, "Well, oh, he's a dickhead and he does this, he does that," but he's got so much experience, and if you if you are mentored by him, you just take what you need off him and and discard the rest. How good would that be for our future? That we've got a, a, a conveyor belt, a, a line through of of, uh, of managers coming through. Yeah, it's your boot room thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that that obviously that you've got to balance that against the success, and Stock will want that. I just wonder if if it's in the plans to have that that sort of um, mentoring within the coaching staff as well. You'd hope so, and I think maybe we'll become one of those clubs that just develops class managers as well as class players. Um, but as well, I mean, I know the play, obviously the players that will be in that under-18 set probably won't remember. Well, they might remember a bit of Turnbull, but they won't really remember. This is if they're county fans. They won't, might not remember Damien Allen and, and Reigns, but it must. I mean, that's, it might just be me, but if I was a youngster coming through there, I'd be pretty chuffed to have that as a coaching staff. Oh, yeah. Definitely. For yeah. that for that level, you know, yeah. you must be you'd be thinking, you know, this is this is a decent group to learn from. You don't, I don't think you have to remember them as as you know seeing them play. Although, although I'm not sure the the mathematics <laughs> around that. But but even if even if you're being coached by somebody who has played professional football for the club, you're going to listen to him more than you're going to listen to yeah. um, a lad. I say a lad, a person. Um, you know, more than you're going to listen to a coach that has got a badge that hasn't played. And that's the that's yeah. the that's the grim reality of it. Um, the coaches who haven't played um, it's not because they don't know as much as those players that have played you know in some cases coaches who haven't played do know more they know more about the game the students of the game but because they've played you're more likely to grab the attention and keep the attention of players you know younger players because you've you've had that experience um, and I've, I've heard other players say it before you know other older players um be quite sort of harsh about it you know there's no way that anybody who hasn't played the game professionally understands what it's like to play the game professionally and I kind of agree with that Um, because we'll never know will we we just don't know what it's to be in that to be that person so it's those experiences that they can draw off yeah exactly spot on um, I've, yeah, I've ranted on a bit there, but yeah, Turnbull into the Hall of Fame. Should we do a poll on it and see how many how many we get, and then I'll email it to Steve Bellis, and he'll he'll see that 103 people have voted that he should go in. <laughs> <laughs> That'll tell him. Yeah, the, the, cor- the corridors of power are truly quivering. Yeah. That'll hey, if it, if, it, if it gets more votes than the than the Jamie Vardy poll, then <laughs> you know you've you've got you you've. You've got a mandate, and you can go right. Well, you know, you, the club made a decision on this umpteen years ago. They can do it on this, so you know. Well, what yeah, did... be sure to put a Donnelly option. Yeah. <laughs> what What did that poll? What did that vote get? How many people did voted on it? Do we know? know it's, it's Tony Evans on his personal Twitter, wasn't it? So that, I don't know. All oh, right, so it wasn't an actual poll from it. I knew I knew it was Tony Evans from his personal Twitter. So he didn't do a poll. He just said, "Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did do a poll. Yeah, oh, he right, did a okay. poll, but it was on his Twitter as opposed to the club one. The club right. hadn't. The club let him let him run all aspects of the club, but he did not have access to the Twitter account. Well, thank inex- God, inexplicably. Oh, imagine the damage he could have oh. done there. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have been cancelled a long time ago. <laughs> Ah, interesting. Happy days. What what a time that and was. And now he's at Southport. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's rebranded. He's Anthony Evans now. Because because if he changes his name to Anthony Evans, then Google immediately stops throwing up results about him being called Tony Evans and being a dodgy businessman, allegedly. Well... Allegedly, in case he's listening. Get some fucking scouts. Fucking McConville and Ryan Thrawn will knock on my doorstep in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Like... it's like, like like a criminal wearing one of those novelty glasses and moustaches. So <laughs> I know, but nothing says I've grown up than than using the long version of your name, does it? Yeah, it's like like when Andy Cole decided to launch a rap, a rap career. <laughs> exactly. Right, good stuff. Right, well, I think that's a good place to leave it for this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think it's a very good place. Yeah. Um, per- the perfect place, some might say. Some might say. Um, yeah. Um, James, thank you very much for coming on. I've really enjoyed Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, thanks for having me. It's been it's been great fun. Good stuff. Um, yes, and we'll be having more fans on um, over the coming weeks. And we are trying to get some guests on as well. Um, yeah. I noticed that, just as an aside, I noticed Les Brad is does regular the Notts County fan sort of podcast um, so yeah see if we can get him on if he's a, if he's a decent talker yeah 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 he's a big one on the after dinner circuit isn't he yeah so we might have to get Dave Espley on for that because he's before my time certainly but after dinner is just your afters isn't it really I don't know why all this speaking came into it after dinner for me is like a bit of Swiss roll or a bit of Viennetta or something Carry on, Russ, anyway. I was just thinking out loud there, mate. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have you not had your tea yet? No, not yet. No. Oh, what are you on? No. Uh, oh, well, the missus, the missus is on sausage and mash, but I've gone off sausage and mash, so I, I'm having a freezer tapas. Whatever's in the freezer, I'm just going to lump it in the oven and cook it. So there might be some Greg stuff in there, probably some chips, maybe some ash browns. I think there's a turkey twizzler somewhere. Nice. Yeah, so it's all happening, mate. Sophisticated. Oh, oh, oh to be an age when you, oh, to be at an age where you don't need to worry about your weight. Oh, I don't want. We're not talking about my weight at the moment. I'm, I'm ballooning. Oh, at the yeah. I've, I've got a, I've, I broke a button on my jeans last week. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bit of timber like them two sisters in Gogglebox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones from Leeds. Yeah, the ones who are always eating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's me at the moment. That. I'm just eat, eat, eating and making snide comments about people on telly. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Right, let's leave it there. Cheers, James, for coming on. Cheers, Nick. Thank and you. We will speak to you. No, I keep saying this. You'll hear us next week. We'll speak next week. Right, cheers everyone, see you now. Cheers guys. Bye. It's 10cc.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 